Welcome to another episode of the Coal Region Campfire. Uh, we are live, uh, not really live, uh, we're live in the moment, but when you hear this, it's going to be uh, recorded a couple of days before. Uh, keep in mind uh, our sponsors, Cackle, of course, but again, uh, Coal Region Campfire has slowly become the uh, 60 minutes of Southern Schuylkill County uh for all the judge candidates they need to stop here uh so today we have jim conville uh shane town native um graveyard invitational uh native um so jim welcome to the show and um you know i appreciate you taking the time to uh to come and chat with us hey no problem my pleasure um thanks for having me on yeah yeah um I don't know if you if you I, I'm having a little trouble hearing you. So if, you, if if there's like a mic there or just like speak closer to the to the computer. I'm like six inches away from it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, you know, maybe it's my volume. Let's let's try that. All right. Uh, we'll 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 go with this. All right. Um. <clears throat> so, you know, you when when uh, you called uh, Dave Plachko. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, you actually have a couple people in my uh, social circle that were like, oh, you should have Jim Conville on. You have uh, uh, Dave Plachko, uh, Jim Delcani. But when you called, I was like, you know, I do a little background info. You know, uh, is anything, you know, just give me a starting point. And, you know, you said 83 Nativity. So I went to the archives and I see that you were a 400 meter uh, runner. Uh, 55, 6, 7, is, is, a, is that pretty much your average time? That's about, well, that's being a little generous. I was, I was getting around that time towards the end. Uh, I was actually a little bit better in the half mile. The, well, they used to call it the half mile. It's the 800 meter race. So basically I ran the 400 and the 800. Okay. Um, for those of you who never ran the 400, well, I guess 800 has kind of replaced the 400 now, but the 400 is, at least when I ran 20 years ago, that's, that's the toughest race in track. Um, although the 800 now has, I, I feel like replaced it. Um, what part of the 400 do you think to yourself, like when you ran like shit, why am I running this? Like around, cause for me, I used to run it and, and like around the, the 150 mark is when I start really regretting ever going out for track. With the 400? Yeah. Um, probably a hundred meters into it. That's when you figured, what are you doing uh, in your life? Most definitely, the, most definitely the last 100 meters, you know, bringing it up to the finish is the toughest. Um, and I, I agree, the, eight, the 800, uh, in, in my opinion, is the hardest race. They used to call it the 800-meter run. It's more like an 800-meter dash now, so. Yeah, and uh, so in Nativity, that's a Coach Shields uh, alumni uh, I always try to tell people how incredibly difficult his workouts were. Uh, could you give us a little glimpse into, you know, and uh, how challenging they were? Best shape of my life by far. <laughs> no question. I was never, I haven't been in that type of shape since then. And that's going back to 1983. So it's been quite some time. Yeah. I, I, I uh, you know, I worked out with him once and, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to put you through a little like afternoon workout. Um, because I used to work out with Eric Muldowney and by the end of it, I couldn't, I couldn't feel my legs. Um, so uh, definitely. Yeah, he, had uh, some, he had some inventive. Uh, yeah. He was ahead of his time. Training. 
Uh, the one was uh, the, the mat run. We used to take the. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the welcome mats, the, right? Welcome to nativity mats <laughs> off the front porch and put a tire inner tube around you. Hook up the mat and go out the bottom a lot and still don't have to drag it up the hill and around the school. Yeah, I, I always laugh because like I see now on, you know, Facebook and everything like, you know, these quote unquote new wave of training with the, you know, with the tires and stuff like that. I'm like, that's been around for 30 years. You know what I mean? Like Nativity's seen that back in the 70s. Um, <clears throat> now, you're a Shanetown native. Do me a favor. Could you uh, could you spell Shanetown should be like, you know, how they used to put Schuylkill on your spelling test when you were in like seventh grade. And if you spell it right, you get like a a couple bonus points. I feel like Shane Town should be that uh, question from now on. Oh, that's a bonus question. Yeah. Um, Do I have this right? I wrote this down. I didn't look this up. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell Shane Town, and you tell me if I'm doing it right. S C H. You're, you're looking at a cheat sheet. Well, I wrote it down though. I, I wrote it down. I, I, I wrote it down without looking at it. So I'm not, I'm not cheating. Come on, Jim. All right. Give it, Integrity give it a here. Shot. S C capital S C H O E N T O W N. Correct. Correct. Okay. Look at that. You gave us a first glimpse into to being a judge. We're making sure that I was uh, impartial uh, to my audience. Yeah, gra grammatically correct. <laughs> um, now you ran for judge back in 2011. Uh, is there anything you learned from that campaign that you're kind of, you know, bringing to this one? Well, because I I, 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 well, I know, let me, let me, the 2020 and 2021, I mean, it, it's, it's got, it's got to be almost impossible to do kind of regular campaigning, correct? I mean, so how much have you needed to adjust in terms of just getting your name out there? Yeah, it's certainly much more difficult. Look how we're talking today. We're talking yeah. on a Zoom and, and it's not only between you and I and this format, it's, it's turning into the court format also. I'm sitting in my office right now. Do you know how many hearings I have held in my office that uh, traditionally or, or, you know, are held inside the courtroom? Um, you know, one of the things I'm touting is a 26 plus years of courtroom experience. And it's, it's strange. The, the last year, I'm saying I'm in the courtroom all the time. It seems I'm sitting at this desk on a computer uh, just as much as I'm in the courtroom. But yeah, uh, in the same you know, the same results or, or, you know, having the same type of procedure, but it's certainly different. And the campaign, yeah, 2011, I believe, you are correct, 10 years ago, um, there was a judicial spot open when Judge Stein, um, who is still on the bench as a senior judge, who I have a great amount of respect for, um, retired and there was an opening. And I, I never really gave thought to running for judge or any type of office. Uh, but the folks at the courthouse that I, that I dealt with on a daily basis suggested, and they said, hey, Jim, um, or Jimmy, I'm 55 years old, and most people still call me Jimmy. Uh, yeah, when you add an, an, a Y at the end, you know, it's like little, little Jimmy, or you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I, I've been hearing that since, the, since I remember. Uh, but people still know me as Jimmy, and uh, they said, "You might want to. Why don't you run? I, I, we think that you'd be, you know, an, an excellent choice to sit on the bench." And I gave it some thought, and I, and I threw my hat into the ring. And I, uh, and I must admit, I had no idea 
how to run a, a political campaign because I don't fashion myself as a politician. Um, and basically, I'm, what I'm telling you is I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, but I found out I had a lot of friends and a lot of supporters. And I think I opened the eyes of a lot of people uh, in a primary run. I put numbers up that they were not expecting. Uh, I did quite well. Uh, I believe I won the city of Pottsville. I did uh, won several other localities around, uh, let's say, my comfort zone where people mm -hmm. knew who I was. And uh, it was weird. It was strange. I was sitting at home the other night and uh, we pulled the paper out and uh, looked at the results and you could tell exactly what happened. It was almost like a bullseye. It did real strong. And as, as you went out throughout the county, uh, there are certain spots where I just hit a brick wall. Uh, certainly there's that, that, that's a learning experience. Um, you know, so we have to, I know I have to look, uh, move yeah, out of my comfort zone. Uh, yeah, I mean, the one thing I, I've, you know, again, I, I, this is the first time we're actually ever talking, um, you know, but I, I talked to just a couple of people. I reached out to a couple of people this week, you know, just, you know, get any kind of uh, feeling of, uh, you know, the type of person you are. But, you know, I feel like you're, uh, you're a very well-liked person, uh, you know, different people from different social circles, um, you know, reached out to me about having you on A. Um, but everyone just had very positive things to say about you. And you could tell, you know, talking to you for a couple of minutes that you are just one of the guys, uh, you know, I joked around with the graveyard invitational. And if you guys don't know what that is, that's, uh, in October, I believe in, at the Shane town, uh, vet cemetery. Is that, am I saying, am I describing? Yeah. That yeah. I was, uh, I was, um, hoping you would clarify that. Yeah. You mentioned that at the beginning, it's, it's an annual event that's held up at the, uh, Joseph uh, C. Capella Vietnam Veterans Home Association. It's also known as the Shanetown Vets. Um, and what they do is they set up a golf course in what was used to be a cemetery across the street. Where the and the golf course is like, it's, it's like handmade, right? I mean, it's not like, uh, it's kind of like a, I've never gone, but is it like, it's like golf slash like mini golf in terms of obstacles too, right? Oh, absolutely. It, yeah. It's, it's, hand manicured uh, <laughs> by the fellas up there and uh, complete with water hazards and everything. Um, and it's, it usually makes for uh, an enjoyable day. People come in and proceeds go uh, to charities or, or to home association. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm really close with, 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 the, with the members up there. And most of them are older than me. I'm one of the younger ones that hang in the regular crew up there and most comprised of uh, Vietnam vets. And what they have done to that property up there into the town of Shanetown is actually quite, quite incredible. Uh, a lot of people do not know where Shanetown is. It's, it's, uh, it's a little section of Port Carbon. Well, actually half is in Port Carbon, half is, half is, is, it, in, is, it, is it Port Carbon proper? Half of it is. Okay, all right. Uh, I grew up, that, and, and actually the boundary goes right through the gray, uh, the golf course, let's call it, uh, which was strange because half of my friends went to St. Clair and I was in the last house in the Possible Area School District on Third Street. So 
half of the town went to St. Clair, half the town went to uh, to uh, Pottsville area. Um, but if you drive through, it's it's quite amazing. Um, you uh, you see how well kept it is, and they have a, they have an actual tank and an actual helicopter uh, that it looks like it's landing on the property. It's it's pretty cool, I, and everybody who drives by always has a comment about it, and uh, they really like the way the way it looks. Um, you know, which is adds appeal to to the little community up there. Yeah, and you guys have a great, um, you guys have a great uh, block party up there at the Shane Town. Uh, is it Fire Company or right? I, I never gone to it, but I heard it's great food up there. That was thirty years ago. Oh, geez, we I haven't had last summer. In, so what did I get? We we, we haven't had one uh, at the Fire Company in years. No, but there's a food fest, annual food fest. Oh, okay, all right. At at the vets and um, ethnic food, homemade. Gotcha. Good okay, that's, that's what I meant. Good crowd, good people, good time. Um, I want to give another plug to Shane Town. We all have shirts made up. Uh, Shane Town is home of the Shane Town Indians. Okay. Uh, 1932 champs, uh, football champs. Uh, yeah, they were they were a tough team. You didn't you didn't mess with the 32. Uh, I didn't mess with the Shane Town Indians. And 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 what, how that came about was there was a picture in Times Gone Past or, or whatever they call that in the uh, Republican Herald, and it's like. There's a football team lined up on Fifth Street outside the Vets, and it was the Shane Town Indians, and it and it boasted them as 1932 champs. And we looked at them, and you know, uh, most of them have passed on, but there's still one one uh, one person who still lived in Shane Town that was on that team. And we made these shirts, and you would be amazed when we wear those shirts how many comments you get from people, not only around here, but if you go anywhere, like who are they? And I, 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 I'm usually in, in, in touch with that stuff and I had no idea who they were. So that's uh, that's a nice little tidbit. Out yeah, there. word has it they beat the uh, Palo Alto Yellow Jackets for the, oh, for the, the championship. Yeah, <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, now, what, what's your, uh, I know you guys don't keep score, but what do you think your best score was at the Graveyard Invitational? My best score? Yeah. Um, probably a headless snowman on each on each hole. Okay, all right. <laughs> now, um, I saw the other thing too is how do I sign up for the the, the people's law course at the Boscov's campus of courses? I I saw you taught that back in uh, in the nineties. How was that? <laughs> uh, you could have signed up, but I wasn't there because it was. Oh, terrible. really? I had you listed as a as a professor. I hope you weren't sitting there because there was nobody else there. <laughs> no, Maybe I saw. I I saw. I was like, uh, it was like forty classes. Boscov's campus of courses, and I saw, you know, uh, James Conville, the People's Law, and I was like, man, that, how was was that just like set up in the middle of the of the of the mall or in Boscov's itself? I think it was under the tent. Oh, okay. So a summer <laughs> class. <laughs> well, I Man, you are digging deep. I told you, man. I do. I, I just go through the uh, newspaper archives. It's, it's it's actually not that hard. Um, no, seriously, okay. I, they asked me to do that, and um, 
and at the last moment it was canceled. So uh, uh, I, it might have been held up in the auditorium. Um, maybe if I would have showed up, they would have looked. I'll at have me to look said, up your uh, your rate my professor score. See if you're on there. Yeah, when I showed up back then, they might have said, "I think you better go out and do yours in the tent." It's right. You should put that on your campaigning for you know for <laughs> professor. Um, uh, now, who's your favorite? <laughs> Who's your favorite? I'm going to ask you two questions. You're a lawyer now and you run the judge. Who's your favorite old time TV lawyer and TV judge? TV lawyer? Like, like uh, you know, my cousin Vinny or something like that. Do you have one? Um, okay, if you don't. It, it might have been a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. There's so many of them. Favorite TV lawyer? I don't know. You go all the way back to Perry Mason or, or yeah. you know. But uh, we'll skip that question. We'll, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, so what? Uh, I mean, you, you, what kind of law do you practice now? Well, I've been practicing criminal law for all of the twenty-six plus years um, as a defense attorney. Okay. Which is which is somewhat untraditional if you think about it because the usual progression in, in to a judgeship is you're usually a prosecutor and uh, you know move on to you know the bench or or you know, or whatnot and every once in a while you'll see a criminal defense attorney and um, you know you know I faced that question throughout my entire career is like you know how can you defend some people and and the answer that i give them is it's 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 my job to make sure that the prosecution and prosecutors and the commonwealth is doing their job correctly mm -hmm. um everyone deserves their day in court um individuals have certain rights and it's the uh, criminal defense attorney's job to make sure that they, you know, their they, their rights are adhered to um so basically, it's my job to make sure that they do things right. Um, yeah, Brett uh, Finelli was our first, uh, he was our first uh, interview on here. He, he talked a lot about that, you know, that, you know, his job is to, to make sure that his client gets the, gets the, you know, the, the fair treatment in, in, you know, in the judicial system. Yeah, and that's the way it's set up. And everyone deserves a fair shake when they walk into that courtroom. Uh, you know, and it's that my my job. A lot of times I sit in, in court and, and people are terrified. And sometimes they should be somewhat intimidated, especially when you're sitting at at my table. There's two tables in a courtroom when when uh, when the hearings are conducted that I'm involved with. And usually the table that well, not usually a majority of the time, the table that you're sitting with me is not the table you want to be at. Right. Uh, and a lot of people just. Uh, the first thing they look at when 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 they get themselves into a little bit of jam is some help and legal advice from a criminal defense attorney. And uh, you know, I, I had an interesting career. I, I represent all types of people, um, but in some situations, you got to realize even like the quote unquote good people or people we look up to. Uh, they may have a bad day and use misjudgment. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and that's where I try to help them out. And, so, and, and many of them are, are you know, very, uh, you know, were you not uh, happy with themselves to begin with, but they're distraught that they have to go through the system. And sure. I, try, I try to help out and uh, try to get them and guide them through the system. You know, I'm a defense attorney. You know, you're also referred to as counselor. I look at that as, you know, you have to you know, take care of other needs too when you're representing your client, uh, just to, you know, keep them sort of at ease to, to get through the process. And that's what I try to do. Um, you ever watched the West Wing? Oh God, that's a long time ago. Yeah, you're like a Mendoza. Remember that the guy that they uh, nominated to the Supreme Court? You have a Mendoza vibe going. Yeah. It's a good thing. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, uh, now, I, I know you're not on video here. I, I saw your latest, uh, your picture right in front of the courthouse. You, you, you rocking a, a goatee? Little bit. Little okay, bit. Not, not many people could pull it off, but you, you, you do it. Um, I, I tried and I, I can't do it. So. Yeah, but you, you have color to your hair. I don't. It doesn't matter, though. There's, there's, it, it, I, I could... Some people could rock it, and, and some people can, and you can. And I keep it uh, low and tight, buddy. Yeah, man, that's uh, and you look powerful there with the with the camera <laughs> up, courthouse behind you. That no, I look old. I looked at those pictures, and it's like, oh boy, good artistic choice you made there. I I, I have to commend you. And um, I have to uh, point out that in this uh, judicial race, I think I'm I'm not stepping out of bounds and say I'm, I'm probably the elder statesman here. I'm not the oldest right. one that's, that's running. Um, now you, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. And uh, you focused on a criminal law aspect. Uh, one thing that I did, one of most, probably the most enjoyable part of my job is representing the children. I've been uh, a um, guardian at Lydum uh, and an advocate for the children for over 15 years. And I represent the children who um, you know, unfortunately sometimes find themselves in an unfortunate and, and situation where they need help. And some of, some, of the, some of my clients are too young to even yeah. express an opinion or have a voice. And that's my job. And I, I enjoy um, representing the children. I really do. And, and Unfortunately, there's problems in this county, such as drug problems, and, and my criminal work and, and, and representing the children go hand in hand, and you see it, it's the same issues uh, that we're dealing with here. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I imagine that's very difficult, but I imagine there's also a, a, a huge aspect of it that's, that's gratifying in terms of fulfilling and, and helping someone in need, you know, from that, you know. And yeah, and... and Every once in a while, it makes it all worthwhile. I was at, uh, I'm stuck on Dunkin' Donut. I got to go there every day and get a coffee. Um, what's your order there? You, you... I do now. I do no, no, now. What's, what's, what's your order? You, you go large, cream of sugar? Or? Large, dark roast. Half the cream, half the sugar. Okay. All right. Um, but I was standing, this was probably pre-pandemic. I was out standing in line uh, it was out in westwood 
I usually go to the one on 61, but uh, I get a tap on the shoulder and it's um, it's uh, a young lady, um, African-American. Uh, she goes, are you Mr. Conville? It goes, you're Mr. Conville. I said, yeah. Do you know me? I said, yeah, sure I do. I ain't gonna say her name. She goes, guess what? And I said, what? He goes, I'm in law school. <laughs> and she was placed in, in a home in a, in a southern area, you know, in the western part of the county. Sure. In, in a group home. And then she went to a foster home. She was a popular kid. And she goes, I would never have went to law school if it wasn't for you. Oh. Um, you were what made me consider being a lawyer. And um, I looked up to you and I did it. And guess what? I'm there. I said, that's fantastic. Well, about two years later, I get a, a letter from a professor in law school that I had. <laughs> like, what is he looking for me for? You know what I mean? That was third down. Uh, Overdue book. Return that book. Yeah. Well, what you know, it was a letter that's, um, about this young lady, how she's the brightest student in, uh, in his class. And she always mentions my name as her inspiration to be there and to become a lawyer. It's things like that, that, you know, sometimes your day, you have bad days and sometimes you question why you become an attorney or whatever, but then a day like that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, I could imagine that, that, that something like that could erase a lot, a lot of bad things that you might have to deal with. In your, oh, absolutely. That took care of like a couple of years of, of yeah, right? questioning, you know what I mean? But, you know, I just thought I'd share that. And that's, and no. that, you know, that's a perfect example of, of why I... That's one of the areas of the law, you know, representing the most vulnerable members of our society and trying to give them a nice home and find them a place where they could thrive. And, they, and that's, there's some gratification there. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, mean, I know this might not be a popular opinion, but I, I understand there's, there's bad people, you know, but I, I think a lot of our judicial system is good people who made bad decisions. You know, I, I don't think it's these animals, uh, you know, or, you know, people who are just with no conscience. Like, I, I mean, I, you know, I could easily find myself in, on the wrong side of the law. You know what I mean? Or, you know, it's 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 good people who make bad decisions. And, you know, they're, you know, yeah, you know, Alfred might disagree like with me and say, no, you don't know these people. But now, I, I, now, it's like I said before, Alfredo, it's uh, good people may have a bad day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are some people, you know, that uh, just for the record, are I less, be, my, are less, less than be designed. Put it that way. Yeah, of course. Well, that's that's everywhere, though. You know, <clears throat> um, if we uh, if we get you to the track, we'll 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 do it on. You know, I see your Facebook page. We'll do Facebook Live. We do a four hundred. What do you think you could? What do you think you could clock in at? uh probably a gurney on the back stretch <laughs> we'll say if you if you get under two minutes you have we the the audience has to vote for you how about that oh <laughs> under two i could probably no no i i'm not even going there because you're gonna hold me to it now uh <laughs> now uh i do 
I do uh, I do cardio twice a day. Twice a day. Um, yeah, like like uh, in the morning and the evening. Wow. Um, Jeez. And um, yeah, well, uh, you gotta balance out. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you I hear you. That's impressive. You know, my age is sometimes you don't have the best of habits, but then you try to counterbalance it with uh, trying to stay in shape. Uh, but as far as getting out on the sin. Look, and I'm going to age myself here on the cinders. I don't even know if there's a cinder track around here anymore. Oh, nativity or the cinder track. I, I went up there earlier in the pandemic, you know, you had time. So I was trying to work out and I did a 400 up there, which I don't know. Is, is one lap around there really 400 or do you have to do like a little bit more? Uh, well, whatever alleged, it is. I, I, it's I, allegedly a 400. Maybe that's why my times were a little bit better on that one. Well, than the other I, no, I'm going to say it is 400 because I, I did it and, you know, I, I didn't run a 400 probably in like 15 years. And I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge myself today. I'm going to do a 400. And I did it. And I felt like pretty good. Like, I mean, I was dying and I thought like, all right, like time myself. I thought I was going to look at the clock and maybe like 110. I did, I did one. 120 which is really slow but i mean i was done then for the week that ain't bad that is not too bad uh, uh i mean you could probably win a majority of your meets back then coming in at about one or 59 or something like that uh yeah 120 120 oh yeah yeah you're mm -hmm. right that's that's probably about a good 70 yards <laughs> it's all right uh, who'd, hey who'd you run did you run in high school I ran, uh, yeah, I ran track for a couple of years at Pottsville. I wasn't very good, but. And then what, what was yours, the 400? I ran a, a four by four. It was kind of like, you know, wherever, you know, no one's from the four by four, I'd get stuck on it. Um, you know, run a 400. Uh, it was kind of a utility guy, if you will. On yeah. The track, on the track. So. I got to tell you a little story. We had a, we had um, a couple really good runners when, uh, when I was a junior, and the, 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 the other guys, they were fantastic in the, in the 800, you know, and they are twins. And we went down to the districts, and um, I was the leadoff runner, and um, I handed off to the fellow who ran second leg, and he cut a runner off. I'm not going to mention any names here. Yeah, yeah. No uh, he cut a runner off, and unfortunately, that runner, you know, stumbled. Uh, we end up shattering, which probably would still be uh, the record today. We shattered the uh, four by eight hundred, which is the thirty-two hundred uh, meter relay. That's where everybody runs two laps. Um, You're right. I mean, it was an incredible time. We got disqualified, uh. and, and because of the of the little mishap. Uh, but that was that was back in '82, and uh, yeah, that time that time probably still would have held up today. You know, the important thing is, is that you're over it. You know, because I I <laughs> I have plays that I that are just sticking my head. Uh, Am I over it? I just mentioned it here right now in know, 2020. I'm, I'm good for you. I'm good for you. I mean. <laughs> I think that's what you should do. You should go to, you know, when we open up again, go to bars and say, you know, you four by eight relay record, yeah. holder, the real record holder. Yeah. You know who you're talking to here. <laughs> that's Mr. Conville. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't hear that too much. Well, um, Jim, um, I don't have any other questions. If you want to say anything else, you're, you're more than welcome to the, 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 the stage is yours. And um, it was a pleasure talking to you. Hopefully one day I'll get to meet you in person and, you know, we could, uh, we could chat and good luck with the rest of your campaign. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, just, well, I don't know. I think it's very important that people get out to vote. For yeah, one thing. I hope so. Uh, I mean, it's coming up uh, in May and hopefully people, I agree. I mean, if anything, I think there's kind of a, a renaissance of people being more involved. And, you know, for those, I'm not preaching here, but, you know, local politics is, is the most important thing that's going to affect your life. So, you know, if you don't vote, absolutely. you know, vote at least in the local politics. Absolutely. That's where the change is going to start start to occur. Uh, I mean, we had an unprecedented amount of voters out last election for obvious reasons. Now uh, they're expecting a drop off. Uh, no, we got to build on that. I agree with you. I ha I would be happy to say that the, the same enthusiasm is is held every time that uh, the polls open. Absolutely. Uh, as far as the position I'm running for. Um, you know, I, I, everybody tries to make promises and, uh, or whatever, but I, you know, if I have the pleasure of of, uh, of attaining the position of judge, I, I can promise uh, that anyone who comes into my courtroom um, will have their day in court. They'll have their opportunity to speak. I'll listen to everybody. I don't care where you came from. I don't care what your last name is. I don't care what you do for a living. I will take the time and listen to you. You will get a fair and impartial hearing and I will be fair and impartial. Um, you know, so I'm running out, I'm running on both tickets as, as uh, this unique in a judicial race, you get to run on both. So I'm running on both the Republican and the Democrat side. All right. Um, I'm looking for support. And what I, a lot of times when I tell people, it's, uh, they don't know, they may not know any of us, they may know our names, but as far as what a judge does or, or what we do in our day-to-day -day lives and what qualifies a person to be a judge, I always tell them, you know, why don't we ask somebody at the courthouse? Everybody knows somebody who works at the courthouse. Um, people that we deal with every day, just ask them their opinion. And who do you think is a good candidate or a good choice uh, to fill the judge slot? And I ask them and said, you know what? Listen to what they say. And uh, I'm pretty confident uh, the, the way I've conducted myself throughout my career, those 26 plus years, that if, if uh, you ask somebody in the courthouse and they give an opinion as to who um, should attain the position of judges, Google County uh, Court of Common Pleas, I think I'll fur out pretty well. That's I'm going to leave it at that, man. That's, you, you walk off. That's a walk off. Yeah. Can I drop the bat? Yeah, I'm not going to twirl it. I'll just no, drop I'll twirl it. it, man. I don't care about that. That's yeah. Those unwritten rules. Screw that, man. Yeah. Um, you know what? This has been fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Uh, I'll send you a link of this, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, I'll release it uh, probably next Tuesday, and you know, share it from your Facebook page or whatever, and uh, get people to listen, man. Awesome, man. I appreciate it.